seat. I was sitting over there thinking it's not really fair that we have the kids all sit up here and we don't have the adults. So I might, what do you guys think, kids? Should the adults all come up here and sit on the stage with me while I talk? <laughs> that would just be chaos out there, would be the real problem. Well, and, you know, some of you sitting down and standing up up here might be a problem. Me, that would be a problem. <laughs> um, so last night, if, if you weren't with us last night, we... Um, we were looking at Luke chapter 2, we were looking at the story of uh, the angels coming to the shepherds and that, that whole story of Jesus' birth. And, and we had some key words last night. Um, the key words were unto us. So say unto us with me. We're going we're gonna to have a key word again today. Sorry, I got to clean up my, my tears. Um, we're going to have another key word today. We got a new one. And so this is just one word. I want you to, to repeat it after me. The word is behold. All right, now, now I want you to say it like, like think about it, because I think when we say the word behold, like that kind of makes us feel like we don't say behold in our, our context much, right? So just say it with me with some, like, with some meaning, behold. behold. That's good, okay, all right, so we're going to be looking at John 1 today. And I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 5, and then I'm going to skip down to 9 through 14. But, but our theme today is behold. Really what we need to do today more than anything else is behold the glory of the King of Kings. And so I want to read John 1. I know I just had you sit down. If you'll stand up while we read God's word, I'm going to read 1 through 5 and then 9 through 14. And you can follow along on the screen. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. That light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Verse 14, the word became flesh, made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You can have a seat. So here's what I want to do. I want to work through um, the first parts of it, and then we're really going really to focus in on in verse uh, 14. Um, but it starts by saying, in the beginning was the Word. It says, Jesus, the Word, that's, that's who's being talked about there. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and, and through Him everything that's been made, everything you see, everything you experience, everything was made through Jesus Christ. So last night we, we had kind of a theme of like unto us a child is born. And one of the things that I said last night is that not only did he come for us, but he came as one of us and came to us. But, but today I'm going to kind of show you the other side of this. He, he was fully one of us, just like you and me. He was born wrapped in cloths. He was a human just like us. But John 1 gives us the other side of the picture that Jesus has been around since the beginning. He, he is fully God. He was with God and he was God and everything 
was created through him. He's so much more than just one of us. He's the creator God, the almighty king of kings. This is God in flesh. Verse 5, I love this. This is really good this morning, and, and we probably should just... We should probably just celebrate this for a minute. Verse 5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let's just take a second to think about that. Think about over the last thousands of years, how many different people and powers have tried to overcome God's kingdom and God's kingship, and it, it hasn't happened. And guess what? It won't, because we serve the true King of kings today, the light has not overcome it, and, and spoiler alert, will not overcome it. Uh, today we join with people all across the world, all across our country, all over the place, churches, other followers of Christ, and we proclaim that he is king. This baby, born in a manger... Born for us, born as one of us, born to us, is the king of kings. He rules. Verse 4 says, in him was life. Literally, in him was life. Without him, there is no life. In him is life. And I put on here, I think, and is, because it's not just that life was in him, but life is in him. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Everyone do something with me. Take a breath. Take a deep breath. Now breathe it out. You only can do that because in him is life. Without him, we wouldn't have that ability. We wouldn't exist only through the creator God do we have life. And so today, it's not just your breath. It's not just that, but it's not just this physical life. But, but in him, we are given real Eternal life through Jesus Christ today in him is life. From the very beginning, every breath we've taken, every person that's walked the face of the earth did so because in him is life. Now the truth of the matter is, I'll get through this really quick. The truth of the matter is, even though he is light, the light of mankind, the life for the world, the truth of the matter is, sometimes we choose darkness, don't we? And we as humans have chosen darkness time and time and time again, but verse 9 says, the true light has come into the world. And it says, the true light that gives light to others. So, so here's the deal. He created us he made us. He gives us the very breath we have. And even though everything we have comes from him, we as humans have fallen and messed up and chosen fake light, fake things, things that do not give light and life. But the true light, the true life came into the world. And he's the giver of light. Verse, 12, verse 10 and 11 say, you know, he came to his own. We said that last night. He's one of us. He came to his own, but he wasn't received. Jesus came, and, and, and we said this, you know, you may feel rejected. You may feel abandoned. You may feel lonely. Our Savior felt every one of those things. He walked through life just like we did, we do. He experienced rejection. He experienced 
pain. I, I was thinking about this. His very people that he came for chanted, crucify him. I don't know if you've ever felt rejected, but I don't know if it gets more rejected than that. His own people rejected him. But verse 12 says, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, to be children of God. So I want you to get this picture. Before creation, we have the Father, we have the Son, we have the Spirit, we have this divine family and then creation happens and we all come into being. And, and yes, we chose the wrong path at times. Every single one of us has chosen darkness or has chosen selfishness or has chosen sin. But Jesus came that we could have life and life to the fullest, eternal life, so that we can become, if we receive him, children of the almighty God. So picture this. We've got the Father, the Son, and the Spirit and we've got us who have chosen the wrong way. And Jesus came to bridge so that we could be a part of the divine family. What a beautiful thing. <laughs> to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And we enter into this divine. But it's, it's more than just like some idea. The very spirit of God lives within us. Lives within us. It says um, that, that Jesus came and dwelt among us. He made his dwelling among us. That's in verse 14. We'll get there in a second. He lives in us today. If we believe, if we accept Jesus as our Savior, we have a Savior living in us. Jesus came. And guess what? He's still here. Living in us. We read this last night. He is called Wonderful Counselor. Those aren't just words. He is your wonderful counselor, mighty God. Those aren't just words. He is your mighty God, everlasting father. He's your everlasting father and prince of peace. We are part of the divine family. And so we're going to move into verse 14. And I want you to say the word of the day again. What is the word of the day? Behold. Behold. That's what this is all about. That's where we need to be today. So verse 14, I'm going to read the NIV, but I think I need to read the King James Version after that because I think the NIV just kind of maybe lacks something that the King James has that I want to, well, the word behold, it's our word of the day. It needs to be in there, right? Um, so verse 14 in the NIV says, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Now listen to what the, uh, the King James Version says. It says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So John, you know, we, we have this writing and these people that, that lived in that day literally saw and experienced Jesus, the baby that came to earth. And I think sometimes we, we miss the fact that just as they saw Jesus, experienced Jesus, we can see Jesus, can experience Jesus, can behold Jesus today. What's the word of the day? Behold. When we accept him as Savior, we're brought into the divine family and we are filled with the very Spirit of God that lives in us. 
We can see, we can experience Jesus working just the same way he did when he walked physically the face of the earth. He walks today in us and works in us and through us. You can see Jesus at work in your life. In Matthew 1, uh, when the angel comes to Joseph, he says, and he shall be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. Never again will the people of God be alone because Jesus lives in us. He's active. He's living. So, so we said last night, Jesus came to us. He came to be with us. The Spirit fills us today. Verse 14 says, we beheld his glory full of grace and truth. That's our word today, behold. Today, we need to behold the glory of Jesus Christ. Let's talk about what that word means. It doesn't just mean see. Behold is something so much bigger. This is why I need, we need to look at the, this is why I think maybe we missed something in the, King, in the NIV is that it says we've seen his glory, but really what this is talking about is a deeper level. It's seeing, it's experiencing, it's studying, it's knowing, it's this, I'm beholding his glory. I was thinking about, uh, you know, what, what would, what would kind of relate to that in today's world? And I thought, when two people fall in love, you behold each other, don't you? You don't just see each other, but you, you, want, to, you want to spend every waking minute together. You talk on the phone for unreasonable amounts of hours, and, and you just, when you leave each other, you just want to be together, and you just want to behold that person. Can we all, you know, we've all probably experienced that. I mean, every morning when I wake up and Megan's just looking at me, just beholding my glory. <laughs> that's, not, that's too loud of a laugh, Scott. I don't, I don't appreciate that. We, we, beholding is more than just seeing. It's, it's taking it in. It's, it's studying. It's knowing. It's experiencing. Another thing I thought about is, uh, you know, we love our, our children, don't we? No offense to your children. I love my children. I love your children too, just not in the same way. And do you remember, or, or, or have you ever seen or experienced like a parent that in those first months of their child's life, they're just studying, they're just beholding every moment. Oh, look, I, I think he's going to roll over. We spent like 30 minutes watching our kids learn to roll over. And we get so excited and we behold it and we're like, hey, our kid rolled over. And everyone's like, that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> and we love to post pictures. We love to post videos of our, listen to this laugh. Oh, and we just like, we behold the awesomeness of our child. That's, that's what it means to behold. And then our kids become teenagers and it's like, ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, guys. Sorry, teenagers. We love you. You're the best. It's a, <laughs> it says we behold his glory. Today we are to behold the glory of Jesus Christ, our King. He's not, not just a Savior to be looked at, not just a Savior to be seen. He's a Savior to be known. He is God with us. And today the most important thing you can do is to experience the presence and the glory of Jesus. I love family. 
I love spending time with my family. I, I love friends. I, I'll tell you, I told Megan last night after the Christmas Eve service, I said, I just love seeing these people. I love you all. I love my family. I love gifts. I love all of that stuff. I love food. But the most important thing today is that we behold the glory of the King of Kings. So how do we do this? I want to give you some real simple ways to do this. I want to give you some homework today for Christmas. Sorry, homework on Christmas. What a mean guy. <laughs> I want you to behold him today. I don't want you to miss it. Um, the same way that we study our loved ones, the same way we behold our children, I want you today to behold the King of Kings. I don't want you to go through the day just hearing about something. I don't want you to go through the day just doing traditions. I want you to behold the true Son of God. We need to experience His grace and truth. It says in verse 14, He's full of grace and truth. We need to experience that grace and truth today. That's the gift, as Emily said, the, the gift, the greatest gift of Christmas. So today, here's what I want you to do. The, the worship team's gonna come up and we're gonna sing, Come Let Us Adore Him, or Come All Ye Faithful, the same song. I said, Caleb, I said to Caleb this week, I said, we've gotta sing, Come Let Us Adore Him, and he said, well, that is the song that's in there. It's just called, Oh, Come All Ye Faithful. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna sing that song. And in, that mo in this moment, I really want you to take some time and I just want you to behold the glory of God. But, but I want you to take a step further than that. Today, when you go home and maybe, maybe you've already opened presents, if you haven't, before you open presents, read the Christmas story together. Maybe read John 1 together, what we've read today. And I want you to behold his glory. I want you to talk about how you've seen his glory at work in and through your life. We did this a couple, a couple weeks ago with the, the church board and the staff. I just said, how have we seen his glory? And we started talking about the ways that God has just moved and done great things. I promise you that Jesus is alive and active. And today we can behold his glory. So number one, I want you to read the word, John 1, Christmas story, whichever one you want. Talk about how have you seen his glory? And then talk about what does it mean that he is full of grace and truth? I don't need to tell you all this. You can behold it today. I want you to pray together with the people you're with and ask him to show you his glory. Let me pray with us now. Father, we love you. We thank you. Uh, for this time to be together to worship you and we thank you for the King of Kings. The light has come and the darkness will not overcome it, but it's not just some huge thing that we can't know. You are our Savior. You are with us, Emmanuel, God with us. Help us to behold you today. Help us to know you. Help us to experience you today, to worship you with everything we have. We love you. We thank you for the love you had for us that you, you sent your one and only son that we could have life. Today, help us to experience that life and that light today in the person of Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord. We worship you with everything we have. In Jesus' name, amen.